The thunderstorm asthma Caesar is upon us, and this morning we look at the precautions to take against this. Joining us on the line is Anthony Flynn, the Senior Manager for Research, Information and Evaluation at Asthma Australia. Good morning, Anthony. How are you? Good morning. Very well, thank you. Can you tell us just how bad can thunderstorm asthma be for people with asthma? Yeah, we, we can't overstate how bad it can be for people with asthma. Um, thunderstorm asthma is an entity that can cause severe asthma flare-ups. Uh, they can become life-threatening. And you might remember, and your listeners might remember, the tragedy of 2016 in Melbourne where we experienced an epidemic thunderstorm asthma event which um, tragically took the lives of 10 people, caused thousands of hospital presentations and exhausted our emergency services. So it's a pretty important thing to understand. Anthony, I was actually in Melbourne when that happened and was with a friend when he actually had an asthma attack and I was incredibly unsure as to what was actually going on. What normally triggers this? Yeah, it's important to, to, to know that too. Um, so a thunderstorm asthma is triggered by um, exposure to uh, pollen grains, uh, pollen particles, especially ryegrass pollen. Um, this exposure normally happens in the upper airways and, and, and uh, those pollens usually get trapped in the nose. But in a thunderstorm event, the pollen um, is um, is reduced in size. It's, it's, it's swept up by the thunderstorm. It's, uh, it absorbs uh, moisture in the, in the thunderstorm clouds and it's released um, in much smaller um, particle sizes, which can be inhaled into the lungs. So it's when it's inhaled into the lungs and it, um, it results uh, or it can cause these um, catastrophic symptoms of, uh, of, of that we know of asthma flare-ups, you know, the wheeze, the cough, the chest tightness and shortness of breath. So essentially it's an exposure to smaller particles of um, ryegrass pollen. Anthony, we need to be careful here where we don't put... Uh, we've, we've just got to try and put this into perspective. Yes, there was a major event in 2016, but what it did was expose the fact that many people with asthma or undiagnosed asthma have been given very poor advice on how to manage that asthma. Even something as simple as using a preventer regularly, something like, I'd love to know the percentage of people who have got a, pre- a preventer at home who never use it. It's, it just doesn't make any sense. So, you know, I think we just need to be careful that we don't frighten people with asthma. More important, the message has to be, if you have asthma, make sure you've got some saline for irrigation without a preservative that you can use regularly. Control your symptoms. Use your preventer. Um, just keep some antihistamines on hand. And if your asthma tends to be out of control, surely it would be a matter of getting that asthma plan discussed with your GP so you've got it all there rather than just think, she'll be right, mate, I'll be okay. What are we doing wrong here? We totally agree. I think there's, you know, we, we would suggest there's a lot that can be done and, and that perhaps is not being done Um at an individual level, at a, at, a, at a service delivery level, so so you're right. Um, people, the people at highest risk of, in the 2016 um, event were those where asthma was known. There was a known um, pollen allergy, but they weren't taking their inhaled preventer. So if you're a person who um, knows that you're wheezy during those spring and pollen seasons, it's a really good reason to have a chat with your doctor and make sure, and your pharmacist, to make sure that um, you have access to, uh, you are on the uh, the treatment, the preventive treatment that can be effective at reducing your risk during thunderstorm season. And then that can be, that really can be an effective, a highly effective um, treatment. 
There are a lot of people, as you mentioned, um, that are in uh, recommended and, and prescribed inhaled preventive treatments who actually don't take their treatment. So it could be a really good uh, chance for us all to get that message out there in reinforcing the importance of regular preventer uh, use if it's prescribed for you, which reduces your risk um, in, in face of all triggers, not just pollen. It has been so good to get this really relevant information from you today, Anthony. Thank you. And if you're interested, you can download a Thunderstorm Asthma info sheet at asthma.org.au forward slash triggers and then forward slash thunderstorm dash asthma. Thanks for joining us, Anthony.